Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's Self Love Podcast. I'm just curious this week to talk to you about the fact that there's this beautiful story called The Hero's Journey. And I know that for many of us, even though you may or may not have heard of it, it is really a beautiful analogy by Joseph Campbell to break down all the different stages in life and journeys that we all go on. And considering how volatile and susceptible we may feel at times to our world and what happens, it's also really cool to appreciate and understand that there's many different ways in which we go through our lives and how we come out the other side. And I'm sure for many of you, when you've gone through a difficult time or you know people that are going through difficult times, one of the most amazing things that we all as people love to see is the amazing comeback story. How does someone come back from the depths of despair? How does someone continue to show up when the last thing you'd expect them to do or feel like doing is to actually be happy when their world has crumbled beneath them. And I just thought if you're at a different phase in your life or you're going through a tough time, it's beautiful to know that every one of us go on our own hero's journey. And I think what would be really cool is to talk to you guys a bit today about the fact that we're, we're not alone, that this is part of the human experience. And in my humble opinion, if we all looked at our lives as a hero's journey, i.e. we are the hero, then you will understand the different phases. And Joseph Campbell himself believes there's 12 steps or pathways through this whole journey. And I just wanted to give it to you very briefly. I guess many screenplays and films and books are written with the same thing, which is basically broken down into three different points on the journey, which creates the framework. And it's the first part is departure. The second is initiation, and the third is return. I guess it's sim- it's similar to that of a three-act structure, the setup, confrontation, and resolution that many people would appreciate with plays or, as I said, different settings. But the three-act structure focus on the plot points, the focus on the hero's journey lies on the stages of the hero that he or she goes through. This is why I thought it was really cool to bring this up, given that many of us are going through different phases and stages in our lives right now. And some of you may be at different points in your journey right now. But I'm going to break it down with you into the 12 steps and give you just a very brief overview on what actually it looks like. So stage one, the ordinary world, I guess the hero and think of yourself in the situation, you're introduced. They're showing that his ordinary world, which is nothing special and a complete contrast to the special world that he'll venture into later. Usually it's a sad, boring life that usually gets the reader or the person watching the film to sympathize and or identify with him. We've all been there, right? Been in our own little ordinary worlds. Then the next step within that ordinary world, the hero receives some form of information that shakes up the situation and acts as the call to adventure. The hero gets prompted to leave his ordinary world for the special world. And this is where he is beginning a new stage in his life. 
So think about that for yourself. Something sparks your interest. You sign up at university. You might end up going into a relationship. You start a new job. You end up traveling, although maybe not so much in this day and age at the moment. But there's something, there's a call to the adventure. But as we go through that, the next phase is the refusal of the call. The hero experiences some refusal to answer the call and turn away from the adventure. Perhaps, and you guys will know this, feeling of insecurity, obligation, maybe fear of the unknown, don't think you're good enough. We all know that each one of us gets that refusal of the call. Even when we've been called to the adventure, we do question ourselves sometimes. But that's where the next phase comes along where we get to to meet a guide or a protector or a teacher or some form of magical helper, often a seasoned traveler who offer the hero training, knowledge, confidence, advice, and this will all help the hero on his or her journey. The key word is that the mentor offers help and guidance, while the hero is the one who should complete the journey. You could look at us as parents helping our kids. Each phase of their lives is going into a new adventure. And we can sometimes become the mentor for them, offering help and guidance, sometimes discipline to help them. Those are the ones, our kids are the ones that in fact have to complete the journey. They're the ones that have to get out there and actually do it to achieve it. Or it might be, if you just think about what I've said so far, you're sick and tired of your weight. Uh, You get called to adventure, I guess, sign up to a gym or look at some sort of Pilates or yoga or get on, take on a personal trainer who becomes our mentor, even though we might be fearful that we can't do it. We may not think we've got the ability to stick to it. Our mentor, our PT, our teacher, our guidance, our coach is the mentor, offers help and guidance. Then the next phase is, is about crossing the threshold to the special world. At the end of this first part, it's known as the departure, remember? The hero commits to leaving the ordinary world and crossing into the adventure and what's known as the special world. This new, unknown and dangerous world contains rules for the hero that he's not familiar with. While the mentor led and guided the hero to the threshold, the hero has to cross it on his own. The threshold is also guarded by a guardian or gatekeeper, which means the hero must prove to be worthy in order to be passed, in order to pass the threshold. I just want you to keep picturing your own life and situation and experiences here because this is what I love so much about the hero's journey is each one of us, whatever phase we're in, knows these steps it takes to achieve certain things. But as you can see, crossing the threshold is that point where there is almost a feeling of no return. But then the next phase, tests, allies, and enemies. The hero explores this new and unknown world and goes through tests and trials within this unfamiliar setting. He learns new things and skills that will prepare him for the ordeal that's to come. The hero should not succeed at every test. He should know what failure looks like because this is the step that will make him grow. He will also encounter new characters and sort out friends from foes. His new companions will help him with the tests and trials. How often have you seen yourself moving city, moving country, uh, changing jobs? You all get to know who's friend and who's foe, who's going to test you, who's going to trial you. How do you come out? How do you keep showing up? The next phase is the approach to the innermost cave. The hero prepares for the major challenge in the special world. Together with his friends, 
by facing greater challenges and more difficult obstacles and guardians. This is a way to prove himself worthy of greater challenges and the ultimate battle. The next step's the ordeal. The hero faces his greatest challenge yet in the form of the antagonist with the knowledge and skills he has obtained up until now. He can confront death or his deepest fear. He then may experience death and rebirth, either literal or symbolic. This is the time when we get pushed and challenged to our absolute max. And I often feel like it's this point we get dragons and we're having to learn how to slay these dragons, how to get rid of the biggest fears that we have. And sometimes we are pushed so hard through these times, through the ordeal, that we either make or break. And for many of us, when we actually sometimes even break, we then can make our way through it. This is the time when most of us want to give up. This is the time when we think we haven't got what it takes. But this is the time that if we stick with this in whatever thing we're going through in our lives, the next phase is the reward. The hero takes possession of the reward, or let's call it the treasure. He won by facing his greatest challenge marking his triumph over the antagonist or the dragon or the, the, the enemy. This reward treasure is what the hero went on the journey to get. But it doesn't have to be something material, does it? Like the treasures we can learn from going through tough times or grief or loss or anger or despair. When we show up and continually show up, we realize that we have more in us than we ever, ever imagined. And that is often the reward to know that you can get through anything without feeling like it's going to cripple you or ruin you forever. We know that an ordeal can also be like a relationship breakup or the loss of someone you love so dearly. How the hell do we ever expect ourselves to get up, out, over and through those times? But we know when we do, as we do, as we push through the reward or that treasure They're coming out the other side and realizing that you do have what it takes. As I said, it doesn't have to be something physical or tangible or material to actually feel like you've got or won a treasure, but that treasure can be within you, that inner strength, that amazing capacity to believe in yourself, the reward of growing and now maybe even becoming and realizing you can become more of a mentor or teacher yourself, which leads us to the next phase the road back. The hero is driven to complete the adventure by going back to the ordinary world with the treasure, the rewards, the the skills, the tools, the amazing things that he's learnt or won. But it can often be dangerous to return from the journey as it was to start in the first place, just as scary, just as terrifying. There is often a chase scene in a movie or something that signals the urgency and danger of the mission, or the defeated antagonist may be rallying for a second round. How often have we seen in adventure movies, Batman, any of those kind of films, where all of a sudden we think they're dead, but they come back or something else happens just to test us. The road back sometimes can be just as scary and treacherous, or you finally feel like you're getting through it. And then something seems to knock you back again. But the next step is the resurrection. The hero is once again tested on the threshold, threshold going back to the ordinary world. As I said, this may be brought about by a rebounding antagonist who must be conquered once more. 
the hero experiences a final moment of death and resurrection that's on a higher and more complete level than the previous one, so that he is pure when he re-enters the ordinary world. This resurrection may be either literal again or symbolical, and he wakes to a new world and a transformed life. I think we can all identify with this part of the hero's journey. Sometimes when we win the first time round, ego can take over and we just think, stuff the world, I've got this, I am who I am. But that second little challenge, that second ordeal in the road back can give us that real sense of, holy heck, am I really that good? Can I do this? And when you can, I think sometimes it's a very humbling part of the hero's journey. It's when we actually realize, oh, this can happen at any time. How am I going to take these skills, these tools, these treasures? How do I face my next adventure? Because let's face it, we all know this is part of the cycle, the cycle of life, because just as we get through one adventure, we know that there's always another one waiting around the corner. And then finally, we return with the elixir. The hero returns home with some element of the treasure or reward or skills or tools that will help him improve the ordinary world. It can be just as well a material thing or a greater insight into himself as a person. Usually the elixir or the reward or treasure is meant to help someone other than the hero. What the hero gained on his journey will benefit others beyond himself. And I just want you to know that any tough challenge, anything at all that you go through in your life, it's never wasted. And I know if you're lying on your bathroom floor or you think anything but the hero's journey, we all know with hindsight as we crawl our ways back to the ordinary world, as we crawl our ways through all the challenges, the dragons, the second challenges and all the things that face us as we go through the journeys of heartache, heartbreak, loss, grief, anger, as I said, as we go through those, we do realize they give us an incredible ability to learn and in many ways break ourselves open. I truly believe when we acknowledge the hero's journey and the journeys that we're all on and the different phases that we're on in our journey, we actually drop our ego and we become maybe a little bit more spiritual, more inward, inward within ourselves, but outward, observant, and also really empathetic and more mindful of other humans around us. We then realize that our words can have such profound impact on other people through our own learnings. And sometimes part of the hero's responsibility is to share those learnings so that other people can see themselves. And as you can see, even myself with the self-love podcast, the things that I share at my live events, my one-on-one mentoring and coaching, my self-love and wellness mentorship group, all of the things that I do comes from a true, pure place of not only love, but a desire to share so that you yourself will get through your own hero's journey and have the tools and skills to cross those thresholds so that you yourself can slay your own dragons, so that you yourself knows what to do when the second dragons or another assailant or someone comes at you again. Because ultimately, as we age, as we grow, as we become more in tune, more aware, more empathetic, then as you can see and as you can hear, Maybe the softer, the wiser, the more intelligent, the more in tune, the more observant we become. 
I love that saying, those who speak do not know, those who know do not speak. I often think about that. And if I ever go to say something or to coach someone or to do it, am I saying it because I just want to hear my voice or am I genuinely offering this without expectation, without any kind of sense that this person must do what I say? Because ultimately, we have no control, do we? We have no control on what other people will think, hear, feel or see. We can only control the way we respond or react to our external world. I hope that this little quickie gives you some insight into the hero's journey in the most simplest form. You can look up any work by Joseph Campbell. You can look up anything on Google. But if you want to watch, just Google the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell. It's about three and a half minutes uh, on the internet. And you'll actually see what I've just said in about a three-minute cartoon or animation. I just love it because it gives me permission to go through the different phases that I've been through in my life and no doubt will continue to go through. Each one of these journeys can be associated to relationships, could be your career, could be your financial goals, could be your spiritual quest. We all know that every one of us and different values that we hold within our life can also, each one of them, have their own 12-step hero's journey. I sincerely hope this has helped you guys and I really, really do pray that you give yourselves permission to be in each stage of the hero's journey and with a little bit more observation and awareness, maybe now you realize it's just part of the process rather than a why me or it's not fair. Please make sure you go to the Facebook page, Kim Morrison, or the 28 um, pay, uh, page. You can also go to Kim Morrison, the number 28 on my Instagram page, or the wellnesscouch.com. And you can look up the Self Love podcast where you can download all these episodes or share them. I sincerely hope that you continue to give the show a five-star rating. It humbles me beyond belief, and I sincerely do read every single one of your comments and feedback and questions and concerns. If you're excited to have any one-on-one mentoring or become part of the Self-Love and Wellness Mentorship Program, which is just $47 a month, to have me in your ear on top of the podcast every Tuesday evening, then please also go to KimMorrisonTraining.com where I hopefully, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, help every single person in that group go through their own beautiful hero's journey. Take care, be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.